Welcome to Beyond the Noise Podcast. I'm Doug Stutz alongside of my wife, Tish. And today we're talking about a pretty interesting topic, huh? Yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, overcoming fear and anxiety. I know a lot of people today in today's society has a lot of fear and anxiety over life, over work, over bills, whatever it may be. We're going to talk about how we can overcome that fear. We're going to have a uh, five-part discussion about how the word, what the word says about fear and how the word says we can overcome fear and anxieties. And you know, over the, the next uh, few uh, podcasts, we're going to really begin to dive into what fear and anxiety is and, and how to overcome them using the Word of God and how to walk by faith in God and also let you know that there are resources out there who can help you with if you're really battling and you have a any kind of real issues as far as that goes uh, but the main thing is, is always first seek counsel from your pastors um, your get your word out begin to break up in the word of God and so today we're going to be doing just that though we have some passages here that we want to uh, to bring to you concerning fighting your fears off Isaiah 41 and 13 what does it say says, For the Lord your God will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. So, what's he saying right there? That we don't have to have fear, that he's with us at all times, and he will help us overcome that fear, and he will help us uh, through whatever we're going through at that time. Whenever you call upon the name of Jesus, he's going to take your right hand, and he's going to hold your right hand saying to you to fear not because I am here to help you I'm I will be there to help you he is there for you he's as close as the mention of his name and so whenever you're walking in these times of loneliness and, and you're, you're by yourself and you don't know what else to do just know this that he is right there to hold you according to his word of God Isaiah forty-one thirteen, that he will hold your right hand and he will lead you and and he will help you every day of your life as long as you go to him and you ask the lord to to give you that that strength and you ask him to help you he will reach his hand out and i love how it it says that he will hold your right hand yes. and see do you know what the right hand represents I did not. The, the right hand represents power. The right hand represents authority. And so he's going to hold your right hand. He's going to hold you by the authority of his yes. word. He's going to hold you because his word tells you that he will be there to help you in everything you do. He is right there. And let's go over right quick to, uh, to Psalms 91. Psalms 91. And... Read that to me right quick. But but he's there to hold you by your right hand whenever you simply call on his name. And that's the that's that's the beauty of it. Psalms ninety one and one says, He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. 
Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, and from the peerless pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. So what you're telling me, if you look at, at Isaiah 41, he's going to, if you go to him, he will hold you by your right hand, and he will help you. But then here he says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So whenever you simply call on his name, he is right there. And sometimes our our, our minds play tricks on us to where you know you, you hear these, these little voices saying, Oh, you're just wasting your time, you're wasting time. But the word of God is living and it's a true word of God. Yes, uh I'm gonna give a little testimony. Whenever I was a teenager I didn't realize I was battling anxiety. But uh, I would, at nighttime, it would strike me the most, and I would just be caught in fear of what's going to happen, of what tomorrow is going to hold, not having control over uh, my life. And so, as an adult, I started realizing that, oh, this is anxiety. And I started to dive into the Word and dive and, and learning techniques of like, whenever I feel anxious, I start to pray or start singing songs of praise toward God and taking deep breaths and that helps me to unwind of that anxiety and that fear uh so if you find yourself in a moment of anxiety just take a minute take a deep breath and pray and say lord you made my mind you know how i work you know how i tick so lord if 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 you can just help me to ease this anxiety and take it away you know <laughs> we have a chicken here in our podcast studio right now you can probably hear him or hear her we're not sure what it is just yet but uh but tim was in his own on our show last week or so and uh well this this past week and he gave us a chicken and her name is cricket i think yes our, our kids have named her cricket chickalinda henrietta so <laughs> anyway so fear so yeah Fear is a is a huge thing because that can keep you from your your God calling. If you have fear in your life, the devil can use that against you to walk in the calling that God's placed in your life. And that's why it's very important that whenever you step out, you overcome these things. And and um, Timothy tell, tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? peace of love and of a sound mind and so whenever you're tossing and turning at night because you can't sleep you know what you, you just go to pray and right you just say begin praying immediately and, and quote that quote that passage and think it's a uh, first timothy one and seven i'm i think and maybe it's a uh, no no i'm sorry second timothy second timothy but uh that's that's what it's all about and also, here's another verse. There's so many verses you can read and look into. So when you have a minute, just look up fear in the Bible and uh, look up these verses. The next verse I want to read is Romans 8 and 14. It says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of, God's, of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, the heirs, the heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified together. So yeah, whenever you, you come to Christ, you you may have fear and anxieties. And then we're going to, to get into the anxiety here shortly. But fear, you know, it plays such a large role in, in the lives of, of people, in the lives of, of blood-bought, born-again Christians. And whenever we have these, these fear attacks, whether it's on your finances and you're worried about finances, you're worried about things like that, or whatever it may be, health-wise, you know, just know that God has not given you the spirit of fear. And just know that when you call on his name, he'll take you by the right hand and he will help you. He'll, he'll bring you peace of mind. He'll bring you a peace of heart. Let's go to uh, to First Timothy 5 and 7. Because that's going to also show us more examples of, of what God is doing in our lives. You know, whenever, whenever you... You begin to move out of a of an area of your life. Uh, you uh, first Peter. First Peter. You will have fear. It's it's only a natural human. Five and seven. Uh, yeah, five and seven. It's natural for the humans to have fear in their life. What's it say? It says. Uh, Therefore, I'm going to go to 6 and 7. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Isn't that awesome? He cares for you. That's all we got to do is cast your cares upon him. And then it says, therefore, humble yourself. So not only do you cast your cares, but you have to be humble before God. And be truthful with God with what's going on and allow him to take those things. Because he's going to exalt you. He's going to use you. He's going to make take that fear away and put you in a place where you've never been before. So, here's some more words for fear. And one of them is actually anxiety. Uh, cowardice. Fright. Uh, nervousness. To be afraid. So, and fearful is cowardly, frightening, nervous, remarkable. So whenever you look at these words, these these words that, that are actually tied into the word fear, you know, it, it makes you really think, you know, should a Christian, a born-again child of God, deal with these kind of things? And, and, and the question is, yes, we are human. And no matter how spiritual you may appear to be, that we all go through these these things in life where we do get scared over things and we get nervous and, and we don't know what else to do. But the Bible says that when them times come, number one, to count it all joy. Number two, that we can we can run to him according to Psalms ninety one and hide under his wings and shadows. You know, it's it's important to know that that having some level of Fear, according to scientists, it, it's it's healthy. Mm-hmm. But also having a 
a uh, petrifying fear that that causes you a lot of troubles that's whenever you really need to, to put your focus on God yeah um, for example I like to think of it this way with fear uh, we have a big old Great Dane, and he's just a puppy. He he jumps around, plays, and he doesn't realize how big he is. But our little son, whenever Samson starts running around and playing, he gets scared because he knows that Samson can hurt him because of how big he is. So the first thing he does is run to us to where we can get Samson to stop. So whenever you you feel like you are in that fear and you're overwhelmed and you need help and a way out. All you got to do is run to Jesus and, and say, help me, Lord. Uh, just like that verse said a while ago, Abba, Father. Just just go to him and say, Abba, Father, help me. You know, uh, talking about that, our little girl was out playing and she, she did a bitty thing. And, <laughs> and that big old great Dane come right up there to her. And she turned to him and she told him I know no she yelled at him stop and pointed her little finger at him and I want you to know that old, that big old great Dane dog he stopped right in his tracks and and that our little girl she ain't no more than knee high but it's it's that that authority that God has given you it's that that authority that God has has given you and and in Timothy we see again we're talking about that, that God has not given you the the spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and a sound mind. Peace is is agreement, an accord, um, comfortness, uh, comfortableness rather, peacefulness, uh, silence, truce, uh, peace with you. These are all other words for peace. And so, as you look at this um, agreement. Whenever you are in need of, of prayer and you come into a, an agreement with anyone, any two persons is agreeing upon one thing, then let it be established. And that's, you know, we have to put our, our focus back on on what Jesus said, you know, to, to cast our cares on him. Uh, so let's, let's get into anxiety now. we got about 15 minutes. Let's get into anxieties now. So... Anxiety, I think, plagues most Americans, most people in the world. Um, I know that at, at one point in my life, I I had huge anxiety issues. I'd be going down the highway uh, on my on my job, going down the highway when I worked out there, and and all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, this high heart rate, panic attack type type thing happened to me. And coming to find out, it was no more than just anxiety. And I had no reason to be anxious. Um, I was, it was just another day on the job and nothing out of the ordinary was going on. So when these things would happen, though, I would, I'd begin to pray. Now, in the very beginning, I, I didn't know what to do. I'm going down the road and then all of a sudden, high heart rate, my eyeballs go to bulging. Just a long list of things would happen and I would, I would, try to to get focused i remember one particular day i was driving down a highway and i had this guy with me and we're driving and all of a sudden it hit me out of nowhere and i just gripped the steering wheel as tight as i could and uh just kept driving because 
I knew that if I ever took my mind off the highway and off the road and all that, then I would really begin to get anxious because I'm in a I'm in a vehicle. I'm nervous now for no apparent reason. But after a while, though, you know, I realized that that I serve a God that's bigger than anxiety. I serve a God that's bigger than fear. I serve a God that created me, and He knows exactly who I am. And and that's that's what I really like to to drive home today is that your God is bigger than anxiety, and He's bigger than fear. Yeah, um, like like we've said, you just have to trust in God and rely on Him and allow Him to take over uh, what's going on inside of you. There's no shame. I know a lot of Christians and a lot of people think that anxiety and depression and fear is just a sign of weakness or a sign that something's wrong with you. No, it's it's not. It's it's a normal thing that people go through and if you battle that, seek talk to someone just like uh he said a while ago. Talk to someone, get counsel. Uh sometimes all it does it helps to talk it out with somebody. Um, and continue to pray and to seek God to, to have deliverance of that because I always say the the mind is the biggest battlefield that the enemy has. Nobody can see it. Nobody knows what's going on in there besides you. And he takes his time to play and to mess things up and to make you think that people don't like you just because they looked at you the wrong, wrong way or just because they didn't speak to you that Sunday and you just want to up and leave the church. So when something like that is happening or or uh, you you are having some doubts or fears, talk to your pastor. Talk to somebody you can trust and rely on that is a wise counsel um, to, to help you with those things. And, you know, uh, seeking wise counsel is always very, very important. I know that, uh, that uh, before I make any big decisions, I like to contact my my immediate pastor and and get counsel from him and even though that that our our ministry is real busy all the time going and doing revivals and doing power in the parks i don't care if it's a big deal then then i'm calling a pastor because i want wise counsel on whatever i'm going to do next and and he will give me the we'll pray over whatever's going on and we'll go on and but it's just to me having a person of, of contact if you have a pastor if you have a counselor uh someone who you can confide in i i, I personally recommend it because uh seeking counsel is a good thing i believe that in in all things uh you should have someone that you can go to a pastor preferably someone who's uh, who's of a, a place of authority who knows more than you do? Trust me, I know. Who knows more than you do about what you're going through? Um, and nine times out of ten, I don't know why it is, but guys have a harder time going to a a counselor or to a pastor because of pride. You know, um, we think we have it all together, which most of us, you know, we we work a lot and we don't have time to be uh, pushing our problems off on somebody else. But in all reality, that's what God places people in your life to do is to seek counsel and if you have to to call your pastor if he's booked up with other people praise the lord because that means somebody else is getting help but also continue to seek counsel then if it's a medical thing then by all means 
uh, you know, find you a counselor that's probably Christian, but if not, just find you somebody to talk to. Yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with it. Just sometimes it helps just to talk it out from somebody that's uh, not biased or that's in the situation. And also pray about it. As allow God to work in you and to move in you and to use you. Uh, I never thought in my life that I would have anxiety or depression. But once I got over that and God delivered me from that, now I have a testimony to tell others that you can come through it. That some days, whenever you're in the midst of it, you don't see an end. That all you want to do is sleep and not, not get up or, or uh, not deal with the world. But get up get moving do something and go go talk to somebody you know um we knew this one lady that battled uh anxiety and, and depression real bad and uh, i mean she was a dynamic uh christian artist and this is years and years ago she accidentally took too much medication and they don't, they don't know if it was accidental or not. But if you knew her, then you, it, yeah, it'd be hard to say that she committed suicide. I don't. I mean, we, we wasn't there at that point in time. But we know that what we knew of her, she wouldn't do that. We don't think anyway. But she needed someone to talk to, and it's on her downtime, I believe, and stuff like that. So uh, the moral is is if you need someone to, to reach out to reach out to them but also know that that our creator knows our bodies knows our minds and our emotions because he created us he created us to be emotional people and I'm learning that being emotional is not a, a horrible thing whenever you're in the presence of God and you're crying out to God the Bible tells us to come to him with a broken and a contrite heart. He won't turn you away. He'll take you in and he'll love all over you. And he'll give you peace and comfort. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we have uh, five, let's see, we have two, four, we have three sessions coming up beginning on Monday. The The whole entire uh, fear and anxiety is coming up this week. Uh, and we're going to just pack it all in. We're going to be at Glad Tidings Assembly of God uh, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you're in the Port Arthur, Texas area, come out to Glad Tidings Assembly of God and join in with that. Uh, we're going to be in Louisiana on the 6th of August at Faith Church in Durham Springs. And then we're going to be over in uh, Arkansas, in Lincoln, Arkansas. The Worship Center in Lincoln, Arkansas, on the 12th through the 18th. Check us out. Uh, be sure to connect with us on, on Facebook. If you have any questions or comments, let us know. If you would like to sow into the ministry, uh, just you can do that through the Facebook page. You have all kinds of links right there. You can mail it in uh, to P.O. Box uh, 1963, Coons, Texas 77625. But connect with us, though. Pray for us. We can pray for you. If you have any kind of prayer requests, feel free to send them in. Yeah, and thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. And we pray that you have a blessed day. Uh, do we have time to pray? Yeah, Let's we... go ahead and pray. And we're going to pray that God just, if anybody's battling with anxiety, depression, that you have peace and uh, that that fear is gone. 
Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today, God, and we ask you to go where that person is who's listening today. Father God, if they're battling depression, if they're battling anxiety, if they're battling fear, God, we pray for freedom in their lives. Lord, I ask you right now to come in, Lord, and begin to shape their lives, God, and give them peace. Give them, give them that sound mind and that love, God, that your word speaks about. God, we ask you right now, God, to just pour your love on these people and let your word go before us and touch the hearts. Holy Spirit, we ask you to go out and to witness to these people and lead and guide them and comfort them and wrap you, wrap them in your love. We praise you and we just thank you in Jesus' name. We'll see you guys. Well, we'll talk to you soon on Monday morning on Wednesday and on Friday, 8 a.m. with Beyond the Noise. Yeah, check us out also on Facebook and on YouTube. We'll talk with y'all soon.